from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, September 21st, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. President Donald Trump made a campaign stop at Dayton's airport this afternoon and will do the same at the Toledo Express Airport this evening. While in Dayton, Trump visited Wright Brothers Aero, an aviation service business at the Dayton International Airport. Trump will then appear at the Toledo Express Airport at 7 p.m. Democratic Congresswoman Marcy Captor's district includes Toledo and stretches in a narrow band into the Cleveland area. She spoke today about comments Trump made when he visited Toledo in January. He falsely claimed Ohio just had the best year economically in the history of your state. Actually, it was the worst year in a decade for job creation. And he said to the workers that in Lorraine, Ohio, which I also represent, that the steel plants were reopening. Guess what? They're shuttered. Trump's visit to the Toledo area comes less than a week after Vice President Mike Pence made a campaign stop in Zanesville and just over a week before he's scheduled to debate former Vice President Joe Biden in Cleveland. Trump's visit comes just months after the president kicked off his 2020 campaign in the Glass City. ONN's Dave James reports. That first rally in Toledo was in January. Chris Joseph is the Central Committee Chairman of the Lucas County Republican Party. He says Toledo's important to Trump. Because Ohio also affects southern Michigan. You get a lot of play from there. And also um, the outlying areas. This, this area is a very... Um, very swing area and the more Republican votes he's able to capture here, the more likely it is he wins the state of Ohio and maybe Michigan as well. Dave James, I went in news. National polls show Joe Biden leading Trump as the candidates head down the home stretch. Andrew Horansky has more from Cleveland. At the health education campus of Case Western Reserve, the signs are up. Just one week from Tuesday, President Donald Trump and Joe Biden will face off for the first of three debates before Election Day. It will easily be the most watched event of the entire campaign. University of Akron political science professor David Cohen says there is pressure to perform for undecideds since a new NBC poll poll shows roughly 90% of voters have their minds made up. It means that the Trump campaign has a very tough road ahead. I'm Andrew Horansky. An Ohioan who is now a producer for C-SPAN is remembering Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who died on Friday. Stephanie Stanovich reports. For Beryl Anderson, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a role model and mentor. Not only has our nation lost a great person, but a great jurist, a sharp thinker. Anderson is the former Ohio Deputy Secretary of State, a lawyer, and the first African-American TV journalist in the U.S. Supreme Court press corps. She brought with her to the court her commitment to fighting for women and women's rights, but also an understanding that if women succeed, men do as well. Reporting in Columbus, Stephanie Stanovich. Ohio has released guidelines for Halloween that discourage traditional trick-or-treating. The guidelines provided by the Ohio Department of Health on Friday also strongly recommend haunted houses and hayrides be canceled. The guidelines recommend trick-or-treating alternatives such as drive through events with children in cars collecting treats from individuals spaced at least six feet apart. The guidelines also suggest decorating houses and hiding treats outside. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has said decisions to allow trick-or-treating will be up to local communities. A new report from FlexJobs found that since the beginning of the pandemic earlier this year, nearly half of working parents have seen significant changes to their employment status. More from ONN's Michaela Madison. 
25% of working parents were forced to reduce their hours and another 15% forced to quit their jobs entirely. Of those who quit, the study indicates 38% of them do not plan to rejoin the workforce. FlexJob surveyed more than 2,500 working parents with children under the age of 18. Additionally, the survey showed that 80% of working mothers took the lead in monitoring their children's remote learning, along with 31% of working fathers. Michaela Madison, ONN, Canton. It's a big day for Ohio's adult daycare and senior centers. Pete Scalia explains. They're allowed to once again welcome visitors for the first time since March. They'll be following strict safety guidelines that include daily screenings, face coverings, and thorough cleanings throughout the centers. The governor said each center should consider a variety of factors when determining their ability to reopen, including the number of positive cases of coronavirus in each county. I'm Pete Scalia. Lawmakers are increasingly turning to a new ally in their efforts to track foreign election interference, the nation's tech companies. More from ONN's Dave James. Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter, and others are frequently in touch with lawmakers about threats they identify from countries such as Russia and China. Microsoft recently announced that Russian hackers had tried to breach computers at more than 200 organizations, including political campaigns and their consultants. While lawmakers welcome the help, they say the company's efforts can only go so far, and they want the Trump administration to be more forthcoming about the election threats that federal agencies are seeing. Dave James, ONN News. And the U.S. doesn't have to say goodbye to TikTok after all. Tracy Townsend has the details. President Trump approved a deal for Oracle and Walmart to acquire stakes in the social media app. It's a great deal for America. They'll be hiring at least 25,000 people. It'll most likely be incorporated in Texas. It'll be a brand new company. Uh, It will have nothing to do with uh, any outside land. Oracle will provide secure cloud services to take care of national security concerns about the Chinese-owned app. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.